It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Good evening. I'm Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. And this accent is French, français, straight from Paris. But I've been here many, many years, and I'm even American now. I'm proud of it. But the accent never got away. What can I do? Before I start the show, I want to share with you that tip. I, I just read this thing, and I thought for us, it's right on. It says, and I really believe in it, a relationship should make you happier. If it doesn't, ask yourself, why are you in it? And we should all apply this rule. If we're not happier in the relationship than being single, then why are we in pain and still in pain is the question. And if you have any question about the why... Call me right now, 855-905-8255. The lines are open. You have a question about your relationship? Just call me now on the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Marisol, what's going on? Bonjour, Simon. Um, basically, my husband caught me in a bit of a white lie, and now he doesn't really trust me, and he wants to put like a tracking app on my phone so that he knows where I am all the time. I see. What is the white lie? Yeah, so I said I was I was going into the office to work some extra hours, but I really I just wanted some time away from from him and the house and the stress of everything, so I actually went out shopping. Okay. And how did he find out that you lied to him? He found the shopping bags. <laughs> he's like, when did you have time to do all this? And he sort of put two and two together. Okay. Uh, is he naturally jealous and insecure? Um, I think a little bit. I mean, aren't we all, you know? <laughs> That's true. But the fact that he wants to put a tracking device is what I found a very radical action. So yeah. for just a little white lie, in the past, Marisol, have you, I'm sorry to ask, but have you ever flirted heavily with somebody else? Have you cheated on him? Have you done Anything that will uh, allow us to understand why he wants to take such a radical measure now? Um, no, not that I can think of, but you're right. Maybe he is just more you know, naturally jealous than other people. Okay. When he said he was going to put this tracking device uh, on your phone, what did you say? Um, I said, you know, let me think about it. I don't, I don't think this really warrants that kind of behavior, but... If he can't trust me and it's going to make him feel better, like I don't have anything to hide. Yes, but you're not also uh, a teenager, right? So you're an adult. Uh, yeah. You are his wife, and I don't want you to be treated like a teenager. So yeah. I think you should refuse this tracking device, and um, you have to also learn to say things. So instead of saying like a white lie, I'm going to the office to work, you're able to say you know what, I need some fresh air, I'll be back in, in a bit, or I'll go shopping. If you don't yeah. lie, you don't touch the trust. Any form of lying is like um, a little cut in the tree of trust. And without this tree, it's very difficult to grow the relationship and the marriage. So the deal would be, listen, I promise you to tell you wherever I go, uh, even when I'm you know, in a bad mood or anything, you're right, tell him he's right, but I'm yeah. not, not going to let you put a tracking device on me because that's the representation that... I'm not a delinquent, I'm not on probation, and I refuse to be treated such, in such a way. But I apologize for my white lie. It's not going to happen again. And please trust me. Yeah, I think that's very good. Thank you so much. All right, Marisol, thank you so much for your call, and have a good night. Thank you, you too. 
I gotta be honest, talking about lies. I've lied in relationships, maybe you have lied too. So let's talk about why sometimes we do lie in our relationships. That's next. When was the last time you lied to your partner in a relationship? Because I believe most of us, maybe not all of us, but at one point we'll have a little white lie or a bigger lie. I've lied plenty of times in the last 30 years and usually for two reasons. A, because I was afraid to tell the truth, embarrassment, fear of rejection, fear of argumentation, or uh, for the wrong reason because the purpose of the lying was to cover you know, something bad. And then there's a second part of this that comes to my mind. If I lie for these reasons, what does it take for me to accept to forgive my partner's lies too, right? And that leads me to a second question for you. Should we forgive each other's lies or not? Next on The Rendezvous. Have you ever had to forgive a liar? Meaning you're dating a liar and the person apologized to you for a white lie or a bigger lie and you had to forgive in the name of love. Do you regret it or not? I have lied. I've been lied to. I've learned in therapy that the more we forgive, the better. Don't forget, but do forgive. Because holding a grudge, you're the one suffering. But if you forgive, but don't forget, you stay cautious and careful, but you can move on and not hold the grudge. Because a grudge is an aggression towards yourself. So that's my advice. That's what I've learned after years of therapy. Forgive, do not forget. You calls and new questions are next on The Rendezvous. 855-905-8255. If you have a doubt about something in your relationship, just don't wait. Call me. 855-905-8255. Katie, bonjour. What's going on? Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good. Welcome to The Rendezvous. Tell me what's going on tonight. What's on your mind? Well, I'm having some questions about a new relationship that I'm in. Mm -hmm. I've been dating someone for about four months, and we decided about a month ago to be exclusive. Mm -hmm. But he always has his cell phone right by his side. He won't leave it when he goes to the bathroom. He brings it with him. When he takes his dog out, he brings it with him. And one of my girlfriends told me that her boyfriend did that. And sure enough, she found out that he had been cheating. Oh, so now okay. I'm kind of curious as to what you think about that. I see. Um, you know him. I don't know him. So I'm going to ask you this key question. In your intuition, do you believe something is up? Not really, no. I mean, we spend all of our time together. Um, it was his idea. To be exclusive, he's the one that really brought that up and was excited about being with me. So I don't, I don't think so. Okay, so I think so that you don't like worry about it. Why don't you ask him why he keeps his phone all the time with him? That you noticed it, and offer to have the peace of mind that both of you, if you're okay with that, uh, open your cell phone once to each other. So there, you can make sure there's nothing fishy because I wouldn't want you to start a relationship and be exclusive with somebody who has something to hide. I think when somebody feels something like that, like you do with him, and the fact that he's taking his phone to the bathroom, I mean, that's, that's an extreme. And that tells me he doesn't want you to see something. But it might not be about romance and ooh-la-la. It might be about another side of his life. No matter what it is, I think you should know 
so you can have peace of mind and also I think you can show him your phone if you're comfortable. So it's like an equal, we show each other kind of our informations. And then the rest of the time, if there is nothing, just forget about it, okay? I, I love that. Thank you. I already feel better because I think that will be a good trust exercise too. And we can move forward after that. That's the one I use in my personal life. I'm all about opening the phones and once. And then after that, I don't want to hear it. And I'm not going to ask you. Don't ask me. But right there, right now, nobody's deleting anything. Right there, okay? Thank you, Simon. You're the best. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for calling and have a good night. And of course, you have a question for me about your relationship? Email it to me at therendezvousshow.com. Say you have a question about your partner, but you can't call me or dial in? Email it to me at therendezvousshow.com. Trish, what's going on with Taylor? Taylor says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Taylor. I met my friend's boyfriend for the first time last night, and I realized that I had a one-night stand with him a couple of years ago. I'm not sure if he remembers, but I kind of feel like he does, because when she introduced us, he looked stunned and then didn't really make eye contact with me for the rest of the night. I don't know if I should tell my friend that we hooked up before or just say nothing at all. What do you think, Simon? Ooh, that's a very important question. If you slept with your girlfriend's boyfriend before she met him, should you ever tell her or not? I'll answer that next. Think about it. Let's say that you realize, meeting your new girlfriend's boyfriend, that you had a one-night stand with that dude a long time ago. So you never told your girlfriend, you never told anybody. Should you tell your girlfriend now that she's with him or not? I think you should. Because if she finds out without you telling her first, she's going to be very upset. The truth is, it happened before she was with him. You did nothing wrong. But not telling the truth is the problem. So don't give any details. Reduce it to maybe, you know, like it was a very short time. Don't remember anything. Maybe you even had the alcohol factor in it. And that's that. So that if anyone else says, hey, do you know that your girlfriend slept with him? She can say, oh, I know that. That was way before we got together. And that's life. So always play the honest cards. It always plays out in your favor. That's my advice for you, Taylor. Thank you so much for your email. And you calls are next. You have a relationship question for me? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Ryan. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Ryan. Welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? Yeah, so here's my question. Um, you know, my wife gives me a really hard time because I have a lot of female friends. And, you know, I've just always gotten along great with women, sometimes better than men. But she thinks that these these women have other intentions. And, you know, my question really is, like, how do I ease her mind about this so she doesn't, you know, worry so much? Okay. Uh, just for me to understand, how many women friends do you have? Uh, probably at least a dozen. Okay. How many of the dozen have you had ulala with? <laughs> um, maybe like two. Mm-hmm. The rest are just friends that from work. I mean, how? What? what where are those friendships coming from? Um. Well, you know, just people that I've met along the way. I work in the music business also, so I, some of these are people that I perform with. Now, last time you had a conversation with your wife about it, what was her argument? What was her her main beef with you? 
Well, like I said, she just thinks that these women are, are looking for some some kind of physical interaction or, you know, they're flirty or whatever. And actually, most of them are in relationships anyway. So, you know, I don't I don't see why she's so paranoid about this. Well, it's a bit unusual to have so many friends when you, you know, and so when you're married and have women of the opposite sex. So it, 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 I can see her point of view that, it, you know, and I don't know if she knows you had two of them, are ex of yours. She knows that or she doesn't know that? Um, she knows about one. Okay. Tough question. But if you gave your cell phone to your wife to look at the different texting com- and communications, do you think she'll be at peace because there's nothing there? Or between you and I, it would be better that she never looks at your phone? Well, there, yeah, I mean, that would be fine. There's nothing, you know, nothing that well, would then, then here's the answer. anything to read into. Yeah, okay, here's the answer. So every time she, she says that, she said, listen, uh, I'm so at ease with it. I have nothing to hide. Here's my phone. Check it out. And every time you have a doubt, ask for my phone. So I can see her point of view why she worries because it's a bit unusual. But I think if you're willing to open your phone anytime she wants to, and show any messages or DM, I think she'll be fine. Okay, that sounds good. All right, then. So you know what to do. Take good care of your wife. After all, she's the most important friend and partner you'll ever have. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you so much, Ryan, and have a good night. You too. Thank you. Actually, that call leads to a natural question of how to deal with our partner's insecurity. And that's next. How can we deal with a partner insecurity. What, what's the best ways, you know? Because I'm sure in your life, maybe one time or two times, you've had a very insecure partner projecting the past fear or pain uh, or disillusion on you as a new partner. And then you wonder, what can I do to make them feel safer? I got two techniques. A, over-communicate. Meaning, at all time, communicate. Where I'm going, you know, where are you going and... Questions and answers on your own. Don't wait to you know, answer a question. I'm going with my friends tonight there, especially if you're long distance or if you're you know, traveling on a business trip or on a weekend away. Just communicate. And in case you're long distance, the other technique that I've used, tell your partner you miss them. I miss you. This is very important for all of us to feel missed and wanted. And I've learned all this through one personal story of my own insecurity. And that story is next. How did I learn those techniques, whether it's like you live in the same town or you're long distance to make your partner feel safer? Because when I was younger, I was, it was very insecure in my 20s. And I dated this wonderful girl who was very calming and soothing. And she would do this. She would over-communicate. We were in the same city in Paris. And when I went on business trips, or she went on business trips, then she would say how much I miss you and all that. And that made me feel so good. That made me calm down my anxieties and my insecurities. So I just learned from her, really. It's her who taught me that. And I've been using these two techniques since then. And I project myself, what if I were you? What would make me feel safe, wanted, and, and peaceful? And I just applied those techniques. That's how I've learned. And if you have any questions for me, call me, 855-905-8255. Rosanna, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Rosanna. Bienvenue. You have une histoire d'amour, a love story to share with me, and I want to hear it, so I'm all ears. Yes. 
So I I love my my boyfriend. He's absolutely adorable, and he does these small little gestures for me around the house. Basically, I'm meeting his family uh, the, during the holidays this this coming winter. Um, but he's Latino, and his family only speaks Spanish, and I don't speak Spanish. Okay. So, but he but he knows how badly I want to be able to converse with his family, um, and I want to I want to be able to talk to them and you know, impress them and get along with them. I don't want them to be sitting in a corner. So he's been labeling our apartment in Spanish, and he even bought me a very helpful book on how to learn Spanish. And he's just been so helpful. And he'll, he'll even whisper different Spanish things, you know, during ooh-la-la. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it helps me a lot with, with uh, learning the language. And it's just so sweet that he cares so much, and he understands that I care too. No, I, absolutely. Just out of curiosity, what words in the ulala in Spanish is he saying? <laughs> um, he'll say, que rico. <laughs> what does that mean? How rich. Que rico. Oh, I, I see. That's doing the ulala. Huh. Yes. <laughs> okay, wow. All right. Well, I think, listen, dude, there's no better in, you know, uh, incentive to learn a language uh, than being in love and being with the right person. I know because I arrived as a, as a French person who didn't speak very well English. And uh, and then, you know, I started to date and, and fell in love and all of this, and that helped tremendously. So I understand, and, and I think it's, it's wonderful. So thank you for, for sharing that story. What's the best way to learn a new language? Fall in love and ooh-la-la. All right. Rosanna, thank you so much for calling, and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. You too. More Rendezvous next. Would you stay in a relationship where everything is great, except there is no chemistry? I mean, that's a key question, because sometimes, after a while, when you do exclusive and years and years pass, then what happens? The chemistry goes down. So, would you stay in a relationship where everything is great, except there is no chemistry? I had this question on my fabulous social media, at Rendezvous Radio. Check it out, by the way. Here are the results. 75% 75% of you said, I'm out. No chemistry, I'm out. 25% of you said, I would stay. And I would only stay if I knew that I could fix this with my partner. That would be my answer. So I'm kind of in between. Thank you so much for being with me tonight. Thank you for your love stories. Thank you for trusting me with your questions. And now, have a great night. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.